Do they really buy new furniture during the new year? Any Italian zesties who could clarify this tradition? Hey there, zesties. Happy New Year. I hope you had a wonderful New Year celebration. While you're at it, please make sure to subscribe and rate this podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. Spotify has a new rating feature, so make sure to try it out and rate the podcast. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube as well. I'm more active on Instagram though, so do tag us there. If you'd like me to stay caffeinated, I love coffee. You can buy me a cup of coffee or two. Please click on the link on the episode notes and it'll take you to where you can give me a cuppa. If you're a binge watcher, anime, or K-drama fan like me, please check out Nerdy Fans Podcast where Ray, my co-host, and I and some of our guests talk about all things you can binge. So our episode today is all about the different New Year traditions and or superstitions around the world. The second the clock strikes midnight makes the time of the new year, but even if this is a universal thing, different countries usher it differently. Take, for example, Ecuador, where they parade around the city with scarecrows built to look like popular politicians and cultural icons. Burning the scarecrows to crisps is said to cleanse the new year of everything evil. Now, it makes me wonder whether the people they like to burn are actually the ones represented by the scarecrows. Now, now, zesties, I'm not trying to ridicule any type of tradition, but it's just a fun way of saying it, right? So I hope I'm not offending anyone and I do not want to offend anyone. But a pretty, pretty fun way to start the new year. And... You know, New Year's are always usually trying to ward off evil spirits. And I remember in the Philippines, we usually bang everything from stainless steel lid pots to drums or anything that makes a loud sound. And we, we make these sounds to make the evil spirit goes away. And actually, this New Year's Eve or when we welcomed the New Year, I alone was banging around each corner of our home as loud as I can to, you know, ward off the evil spirits. I mean, there's no harm in trying to do this tradition, right? And it's kind of fun. Most likely, perhaps that's why there are fireworks as well. I'm, I'm not sure whether it stems from that tradition, like, you know, the banging and the loud sounds. But maybe aside from that, it's also having that beautiful lights as well as a form of celebration. This is also interesting because Ireland has a similar New Year tradition. Any zesties from Ireland who can comment on this. So I read that they also bang the outside walls of their houses. But instead of banging pots and lids, they bang with bread or, you know, throw out bread to the wall to keep away bad luck and spirits while starting the new year with a spotless, freshly cleaned home. This is quite opposite with the Hungarian and Filipino tradition to 
not clean the house nor do any laundry or even washing dishes. I actually tried that one during this new year. And the days vary, could be the day before the new year and or the new year day itself or the first day of the year itself. I tried this one and well, it's kind of okay because at least you don't have to clean your whole. But after the New Year's Day, I actually cleaned a lot of the things in the house where I don't normally clean. It's like a spring cleaning or a New Year's Day cleaning, but just the day after the New Year. The premise of this superstition is that you are sweeping or washing away any luck coming your way and could also signify cleaning for the dead. No, that's quite eerie. Speaking of fireworks, when we're kids, uh, we usually, you know, sleep early in bed or have an early bedtime routine. It's not common to sleep at 12 a.m. when we were kids, right? So this is a story when I was a kid where my, my parents told me to sleep early or sleep first at around 8 p.m. and then wake up at 12 a.m. to greet the new year. So because of that, I was too excited to go to sleep, so I cannot sleep anyway. But around 12 midnight, I became too sleepy because I, I was a kid at that time and I wasn't very accustomed to sleeping at 12 midnight. So when the clock stroke 12, I was too sleepy and couldn't sleep because of the fireworks banging around. And I really dreaded that time. Up to this day, I still remember it. I think I was around my elementary days, maybe like seven or eight years old. And speaking of warding off evil, I would have thought that the tradition of hanging onions in Greek houses are for this purpose, but surprisingly not. Greeks believe that onions are a symbol of rebirth, so they hang them on their doors to promote growth throughout the year. Their culture has long associated onion to be with the idea of development due to the odor where it spreads everywhere. Get it? <laughs> There's another version I've read where households hang pomegranates from their door before the new year as a sign of prosperity and fertility. Pomegranate is an age-old symbol of fertility and sexual function and its antioxidant levels support heart and stress reduction. A study in 2012 indicates it may boost testosterone levels in men and women. Another loud banging tradition is in Denmark, where they take pride in the number of broken dishes outside their door by the end of the New Year's Eve. It's their tradition to throw dishes and china at their friends' or neighbors' front doors as a means of leaving aggression and ill will behind before the new year begins. The more dishes you break, the better. This is funny to me because you can look at it the other way around and take this opportunity to throw dishes at your neighbor. What a way to welcome the new year, eh? In Hungary, they eat pork or any pork equivalent like sausages on the 31st of December. This is because the pig digs luck out from the ground. You shouldn't eat chicken and fish on New Year's Eve because the chicken will bury the luck and the fish will slide out of your hand or your luck will slide out of your hand. On New Year, 
they eat lentil because it signifies riches or coins and you will have a lot of them during the year. And we actually tried this tradition with my husband in our household this 2022 and we ate pork sausages, which we don't normally eat. Um, so we ate that on New Year and then lentils and chickpeas on New Year's Day. Pretty good. And speaking of riches, in the Philippines, we have somewhat a similar tradition where we wear polka dots and have a lot of round fruits on our table to invite prosperity during the year. Perhaps this sprung from the Spanish traditions because in Spain, they eat 12 grapes at midnight, one for every month. To bring luck for the year ahead, you can put them on a skewer and serve as a fun New Year's Eve cocktail garnish as well. So Filipinos may have put a spin on it because grapes is very expensive in the Philippines and it's easier to have 12 round fruits than 12 grapes. Also, back in the day, we also prepare a glass of rice, water, and cotton and put it on the altar. It's signifying to have abundance of food, water, and necessities and having a lighthearted year ahead. Did you guys try that? Because I actually forgotten about this tradition and I just remembered now when I was doing this episode, but it's very interesting. But nonetheless, you know, it's always good to try these traditions, but it's what you do during the year that matters. In Italy and Spain, people wear red underwear for good luck. The red color is indeed a universal sign of good luck and prosperity because the Chinese also have a similar inclination to this color. Italians take it a step further, though, by throwing old items out of the window to symbolize the coming of new things in the new year. I wonder who picks those old things out of the window. And do they really buy new furniture during the new year? Any Italian zesties who could, who could clarify this tradition? Anyway, there's a variation to this, too, where just before midnight, you open the door so that you can let the old year out and welcome the new one. I think we have a similar tradition in the Philippines, but it's kind of vague to me. Anyway, now we go to Korea. And I've read this from Nunas Nunchi's IG account. In Korea, they eat a rice cake soup or taeguk. I don't know if I've, I've, I'm sure I have pronounced that wrongly, but it's made from sliced rice cake and rich broth to bring good luck and gain a year of age. The families go to their elders to do their sabbe, a ritual of filial piety done on the New Year's Day. They wish their elders a happy new year by doing a deep traditional bow and saying, please receive a lot of good fortune in the new year. The elders often respond by giving money called sabbe don, and words of wisdom. I think we have a similar tradition in the Philippines where we go to our elders and also wish them Happy New Year. And our own version of the bow is doing the Amen or the Bless. Yes, for sure. For those Filipino zestes, I'm sure you know. And I don't know if the modern Filipinos still do this though. In Scotland, Hogmanay is an end-of-year party that starts on 30th December and ends on the New Year 
It's a street party in the Scottish capital of Edinburgh. But a more unusual way to ring the new year is in South Queensferry, a 35-minute drive away from the city. Locals and visitors jump into the freezing cold North Sea known as Looney Duke. There are many variations of this celebration, but the most common is the first footing, quote-unquote, involving being the first to visit friends and neighbors, often with a symbolic gift in hand. Hmm. In the Philippines, we do bring gifts to our neighbors, mainly because we cook too much food during the new year, and also it's better to share. But yeah, we have a similar tradition. Speaking of bringing food to neighbors, in Wales, the Welsh provide each other with kalanig, which means New Year gift or celebration. They usually offer an apple decorated with leaves, twigs, and nuts. The children would spend the morning visiting neighbors and singing. Whilst apples are decorated and shared to their neighbors, in Czech Republic, they simply need an apple. Slice it into half and see what lies in store for the new year based on the pattern of the seeds inside. Very, very interesting. It's like it's like something you would see in the movies or fantastical movies where there's a seer and something in a bowl, you know, that's giving you the omen. But apparently it's true in Czech Republic. So if the seeds are in star shape, good luck and good health are forthcoming. If there's a cross with four points, it means bad news as ill health or an upcoming death in the family could be in the cards. Traditionally, the cutting of the apple is done at Christmas dinner where everyone in the table would show each other their apple-predicted fates. If I were in the Czech Republic, I would avoid eating apples on New Year just to have a neutral year, don't you think? In Germany, their New Year's Eve festivities center around a rather unique activity known as Bleigensen or lead pouring. Using the flames from a candle, each person melts a small piece of lead or tin and pours it into a container of cold water. The shape that the lead or tin forms is said to reveal a person's fate for the forthcoming year. This could be the lead version of the seography. It's like the tea leaves would predict your fate, something like that. So Zesties from Germany, did you try this one? If you have photos, tag us on Instagram, please, because I'm very curious about this. Whilst everyone is partying with a living, in Chile, they hold their masses not at church but in cemeteries. This change of scenery allows for people to sit with their deceased family members and include them in the New Year's celebration. In Ireland, they also set an additional place out at the dinner table for the loved ones lost in the prior year. We have a similar tradition in the Philippines, but it all happens in All Souls Day. I'm not sure if other households does this similar thing of celebrating with the dead. How about you, Filipino Zesties? Do you practice this one? If you want to enter a year full of financial prosperity, then Several cultures, including the Philippines, suggest to fill your wallet with cash. But we don't hold cash anymore these days. So seems like this superstition is so last decade. 
I don't know whether you fill your bank accounts with cash balances. But anyway, we also have this tradition that whatever you do on the first day of the new year will form what you do during the whole year. So that's why I'm very perplexed or I'm very torn between cleaning your house during the new year or because of, you know, that tradition of sweeping away your luck or you want to clean your house in the new year so that you will clean your house regularly for the rest of the year. I'm very torn in that part, but I went to the safe side and didn't clean the house during the new year and New Year's Eve. (laughs) Although I'm not really a 100% believer of most of these traditions or I'd say superstitions, I'm still too scared not to do them, especially the ones that are quite negative. So I did them anyway. Because, you know, nothing will be taken away from you if you do it rather than not doing it. So, however, I would say that what's more important is what you do for the rest of the year and even what you do for the rest of the day, right? So, Zessies, even if you didn't do these superstitions or traditions, Don't fret because it's just one over 365 days of your year. And by the way, are you a resolution type of person? If yes, what's your New Year's resolution? Or if it's a no, let us know in the comments. Have a healthy, prosperous, and joyful New Year.